The little things you do for others, you know, whether or not they go unnoticed, can really impact a relationship and set appreciation within yourself. That's the truth. And sure, it isn't all about doing things for others, the doing part, but when you love people so much or a person so much, you want to do things for them that'll either make their lives easier or make them feel loved. A great example or story of this is extremely tiny, but when my wife and I actually discussed it, it really made us appreciate and understand each other more. We figured out where we stood in each other's hearts, essentially. We'll get to that in a second, but welcome back to Holy Spirit Soapbox. This is your host, Dan, once again. I want to thank you all for joining us today, and today is all about serving others, whether you love them or not. And today's episode is called Servant in My Own Home. The tiny but not-so-tiny story goes like this, okay? We like to have water next to us while we sleep. Sometimes we wake up in the middle of the night, extremely thirsty or, or just dry, you know, from the dry air, especially here in Colorado. And instead of walking all the way to the kitchen to get water at 1 or 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, it's best to just have a glass or bottle next to you, right? I'm sure you all do this. Now, we normally use filtered water from a pitcher, okay? So we're limited, if you even want to call it limited. We're not limited with water, but we're limited by the amount of water that we filter in the pitcher. Serious first world problems, but but a thing, right, okay? So we're limited at any given moment, especially if we accidentally forget to fill up that basin, you know, the basin at the top where you filter the water down. So at night, one of us will get the glasses or bottles and then fill them up for everybody. We also include our dog so he can have some water in his bowl. We love him too, so we want him to have water, and he usually gets up and drinks water in the middle of the night. One day, we had a discussion about this, right? The technique for doing this. I don't know how it came up in conversation, but it did. Regardless of how much filtered water is actually available to drink, we start to pour our spouse's glass or bottle first, then the dog's, and then our own. It's something we both did just naturally. And there have been times where there's barely, if any, left for ourselves. Water, that is. Then we'd have to filter more water or only have whatever's left for ourselves for that night, right? So we do our spouse first, and then their dog, and then whatever's left is ours, or we filter more water and wait for it to filter so we can have more water. Again, first world problem, I totally get it, but Dan, why are you telling me the story? This very weird, minute story. Because we both realize that we love to serve the other person and dog before ourselves. In this relationship, we ensure that each person is taken care of before ourselves because then nobody lacks anything. Does that make sense? The second and third greatest commandment given to us by Jesus is that love others as we love ourselves and love others as he has loved us. The reason why Jesus teaches us this is, A, that's his heart and we should be like God as much as we can. We should follow the footsteps of Jesus, of course. But the other part is if all people ensure that the next person has food, water, clothing, and shelter, nobody, nobody will not have food, water, clothing, and shelter. Because even if you give all your food up and have none left, another person who has food will give theirs to you. 
It's a never-ending cycle of love and community. Now, I don't want to say we're an awesome couple or we're so righteous because we do this. No, it's just something that we started to do because we didn't want the next person in our household to lack anything. More importantly, we never expect to be served. We don't expect the other person to serve us. We just serve out of love. When you expect to be served, that's when you now set yourself higher than the other person or people. Think about it. Of course, it's okay to accept when someone wants to serve you. If somebody's going to say, let me pour the water for you or let me give you some food or whatever, that's okay, of course. But when you set yourself an expectation that the other person should be serving you, you now depend on that person, okay? And subliminally, put yourself above that person. I mean, Jesus himself never expected to be served while on earth, and he didn't come to be served, but to serve. His words, exactly. When you expect to be served, let's take it a step further, you now even set yourself above Jesus. Jesus didn't even expect to be served. So why do you? But Dan, what about a restaurant or something? Well, that's different. Uh, that's different because you're going to a place who hired people to serve you. And you're paying them to serve you. That's totally different. And you can You can pay your spouse or your kid to serve you. Of course you can. But what kind of relationship is that? Jesus didn't do that. He didn't say... Hey guys, I got a couple denarii. Can you like wash my feet? No, 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 no. He did the opposite. He went as far as washing the feet of his disciples for free. Back when they all had to wear these sandals in the sandy desert, your feet would get nasty. I mean, my feet kind of get gross during the day and I don't even walk through a desert. We don't live in the desert. Washing another person's feet was usually seen as like the lowest of lows. You're literally on your knees, cleaning one of the dirtiest parts of a person's body for the only reason of them feeling cleaner. You put yourself into discomfort for their comfort. This was only one of many acts of services that Jesus did. But keep in mind, he is God. God washed the feet of his own creation because he loves them and us so much, loves all of us so much. How beautiful is that? He served us by washing our feet and doing all these things and healing people and preaching to people to give them eternal life and then died on a cross and got resurrected again because he loves us. It wasn't to be like, hey, now you owe me so much. Now you owe me thousands of dollars because I did all this. No, that's, that's not it. It was a pure relationship thing. And my wife and I love each other, our son, and even the dog so much that we put ourselves into discomfort so that the other person or animal in the house does not have to go through discomfort because we love them. Serving also humbles us. It humbles you and helps us understand internally that we need community and we need others and we need God, most importantly, to show us what being a true, humble servant is and what true love is. If you love God, you will want to serve him out of just the joy out of your heart. You would want an appreciation. You'd want to serve him. If you love a person, You want to serve them. You want to serve them breakfast. You want to clean their dishes. You want to clean their clothes. You want to make sure they're okay. You want to make sure they have enough water. 
the, this story that I tell you, it just I, I, as I mentioned, it's, it's a very small story of just serving each other here. And it's just funny that we both did the same thing and we talked about it. But we put ourselves into discomfort, as I mentioned earlier. Jesus went through a lot of discomfort for us. All right? Not only just getting down on his hands and knees to wash feet, not only just walking around getting bashed and spit on and all this stuff and and just talked down and condemned and condescended and all these different things for us, he died in a very horrible way for us. That's the ultimate discomfort right there. My little thing of discomfort by pouring water for everybody else and maybe not having enough for myself or having to wait for it to refilter is nothing compared to that. But that is just a small act of love from my heart. Not because I expect it from my wife. I don't expect it back from her. I don't expect her to serve me. I just wanted to serve her and the dog and our child. Now, let me try to be more clear here. Serving can cover a a wide array of things. It's not just pouring water, making food, and washing feet. Serving is a form of being selfless versus selfish and of course my wife and I we become selfish sometimes our son becomes selfish yes we do we're human this is a small story a little story of how we're being selfless that made us come to realize our selflessness but we do become selfish as well however we serve because we love Jesus served because he loves now, I have a couple verses to meditate on to really emphasize this. So here are your verses. If you don't have a pen and paper, that's okay. They're written in the description. But please, go back into the Bible and read these verses, but the context around them, okay? So here are your four, four verses here. First one is Matthew chapter 5, verse 16. Then Acts chapter 20, verse 35. Galatians chapter 5, verse 13. Philippians chapter 2, verse 4. And before I get into the questions, I just want to say thank you once again for joining us today. And thank you all for continuing to spread the word of Holy Spirit Soapbox. We ask that you continue to do so so that we can spread the love of God and the gospel with you across the world. So thank you once again. Here are your three questions. Question one, what are some ways that you have served the ones that you love? Or what are some ways that you continue to serve the ones that you love? Question two, how can you start to serve others that are outside of those that you love? Maybe those are family members. Maybe those are friends. So how can you start to serve others that are outside of your immediate family or friends or group of friends? And question three, what has Jesus taught you about serving? And I think this is a good point in time to bring up that Jesus didn't just serve his friends and family. He served all of mankind. And the title of this episode is Servant in My Own Home. Yes, I serve the people whom I love that are really close to me. My wife, my son and dog, and of course my family members that don't live in our house. But I also want to be a servant in God's home, which is the entire world. He created this. So his world and his home is earth. And we should be servants and selfless and do selfless acts for all people, and love them. Love thy neighbor as I love myself. But most importantly, love our neighbors 
as Jesus has loved us. And finally, I would love to pray over everybody here. So if you could take your prayer posture, if you have the ability to do so at this time, and let's talk to our Creator. Our Father, thank you for humbly coming to earth to show us who you are and to show us how much you love us by serving us while you were here walking with us. God, continue to help us understand your love through your word and the acts and services of Jesus and to help us see where we fall short with being a servant to others and to you. Please continue to help us and our listeners spread how amazing you are to family and and friends and loved ones and even those who might call strangers, even though they're all your creation. We love you and give you all the glory in Jesus Christ's holy name. Amen.